At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey guys, so what is Thrivehood, you might ask? Well, that's a good question. I'd say it's a relevant life roadmap for young men out there who want to thrive as they're maturing boldly into manhood. From the very serious to the silly, I chat about a wide variety of relatable topics that both challenge and motivate you to do what needs to be done now so you can become who you want to be later. I'm Tim Williams, and this is Thrivehood. That's right, we are rocking and rolling. WTHP Thrivehood Podcast Radio. Hey guys, welcome in. <laughs> hey, it's Uncle Tim here. If you are a young man, I don't know, roughly between the ages of 11 and 12, up to your middle 20s, maybe you are not quite sure what this thing called manhood is all about. You've come to the right place. I am Uncle Tim. That's what we talk about here. We talk about stuff for young guys. The goal, for me anyway, is to help put you in the best position possible so that when you get to adulthood, you are not dealing with a whole lot of emotional, psychological, mental baggage. I'm trying to do that. Now, some of you may be dealing with that. Well, guess what? Uncle Tim is here to help you the best that I know how to try to minimize some of those challenges and still get you to be the best version of yourself that you can be. The response has been overwhelming. The downloads are continuing to come in. I'm very, very excited about what Thrivehood is doing and what we're accomplishing. I think what I'm trying to accomplish here is happening. I believe it's taking place. I would love for you guys to tell other young men, men in general, young men, old men, anybody, really, for that matter, women, girls, it's okay. But especially young men, if you have a buddy, and I know sometimes this is tough for you young guys because you don't want to admit you listen to me and I get it. I understand it's a guy thing. Girls don't get it. I understand. Hey, put that aside. Tell a buddy about what you're listening to. Tell a buddy about, hey, this is a cool podcast. This is something that this Uncle Tim guy, who's a nut job, but he's maybe he's got a few decent points here and there and he's worth listening to, right? I've had some people tell me, man, I wish that I knew this when I was younger, whatever, whatever it is, whether it's a practical skill or a soft skill, a life skill in general, I've had a number of men tell me, dang, I wish I would have had this when I was growing up. So there you go. Hey, today, emergency car kits. Let's jump into this right now. Let's talk a little bit about this. I think this is a great opportunity. And I was just referring to the different type of life skills. This would definitely be a practical skill. If you're driving, if you're a young man, 16, 17 years old, I would highly recommend 
that you pull together an emergency car kit. And I'm going to run through these 11, 12, 13 items here real quick. And that'll be it. And hopefully I have sparked something in you to say, you know what, I need to do this. So number one is basically a first aid kit, bandages, gauze, rubbing alcohol, peroxide, tweezers, iodine. I think uh, especially with some of the alcohol and peroxide and iodine, I think you can get like pre-prep little pads that have that sort of embedded into the little pads. That's fine. Maybe a pair of scissors. You might need some safety pins. Again, you can get online and find out really what is a great way to pull together a first aid kit, or you can just buy one for that matter. They're relatively inexpensive. Just something to take care of basic needs if that comes to it. Number two is jumper cables. And don't get the little three foot or six foot jumper cables. In my opinion, that doesn't really help you if you're being jumped or you're helping to jump somebody in based on the situation where the other car is parked, it won't even reach over to the other battery. So man, I would say get a 12 or 15 or even a 20 foot cable and also make sure that it grips your battery terminals good. There are different type of battery cables, jumper cables, I should say that the way that the grips on the end are made, some of them aren't even wide enough to grab onto the terminal. So make sure it fits your terminal. And by the way, as a side note, if you don't know how to jump a car, get on YouTube. You can blow up a car, okay? Well, you don't know if you can blow up a car, but you can sure mess a car up if you're not careful in the proper way to jump a car. And you guys, you young guys out there, you should know how to do this. I think some of you already do. But if you don't, get with a buddy, get with your dad, get with somebody and run through that real quick. Okay, number three is a spare tire and a jack. Now, <laughs> uh, I love you guys, and you know that I do, and I'm doing this to help you. But man, some of you guys out there, <laughs> I look into the back of some, once in a while, I look in the back of some young man's car, there's no jack, there's no spare tire, or there's a spare tire and there's no jack, or there's a jack and there's no spare tire, or there is a jack and there's a spare tire, but the spare tire is flat. Okay, <laughs> come on, guys. Come on now. Let's get it together. Every six months, go air up the spare tire. If you don't have one, find one. If you don't have a jack, get a jack. Okay. And also, if you don't know how to change a tire, Go look it up on YouTube. You can even look up your specific car and it'll show you how to jack it up. You got to be careful. You could rip up the floorboard if you're not careful putting the jack in the wrong place. So that's important. Okay, number four is a flashlight with extra batteries. Or you can also get those type of flashlights where you crank it and it generates internal power and it, and it illuminates the flashlight for a while. That's fine too. You might be saying, Uncle Tim, why do I need a flashlight when I got my phone? Well, young man, that's a great question. Uh, if the power goes out of your phone, which means you've lost battery, okay, you have no more charge, oh, what are you going to do? Okay, so obviously this is for emergency, right? Uh, you would want to call somebody, you text somebody, obviously that's the first step. But if something were to happen where you're in a remote location and you can't get a signal, right, and you need some help, you might need to have some light for a period of time, 
this is why you need to do that. Okay. Number five is there is, and I don't, I, I don't know what they're called, but they're, I just call it the escape tool, which is really cool. And I got to hand it to my wife. She bought this for all four of us for our cars this Christmas. And it works in a, in a dual role. Number one, it basically cuts the seatbelt. So if you happen to get in a situation, whether you're in a burning car or you find yourself upside down in a lake, <laughs> you never know, right? Stranger things have happened. You can grab that tool, zip slice that car seat right in half. Maybe there's a situation where it won't come unbuckled. It got jammed during the accident or whatever the case may be. And you need to get out, right? That's a perfect tool to have. And then also it works if you, especially like if you're, again, if you maybe you're in water or something like that and the car is going down under, you can take that tool and tap the windshield or, or the, your driver's side window and it'll, it'll bust and you can get out that way. And also with this, make sure that you have this up in your front seat, right? Put it somewhere that you can get a hold of it in case something does happen. You could maybe even put some Velcro strips on it and, Velcro it to the side of the door or something like that. So even if you're in a catastrophic accident, you could at least be able to reach it if you need to. So you've got that. Okay, moving on, uh, roadmaps. I get something that shows the local area where you are and maybe even the regional area, three or four states. It's just always good to have that. Yet again, get on YouTube, learn how to read your maps. You young guys, that is somewhat of a lost art this day and age because of GPS and Google Maps and all that. I still think it would be good to learn how to read a map. You just never know. Again, if your phone is out of juice, you might need that. A pen and paper, I always have that handy. You just never know if you need to write something down, jot something down. Maybe there was a situation, I don't know, maybe you saw a hit and run. Maybe it isn't even you. Maybe someone else is in trouble. You saw a hit and run accident and the vehicle driving off, you're able to get a description of the car and maybe even the license plate. If you don't have your phone available, boom, you can actually jot that down. Also, if you are stranded somewhere and you decide you're going to set out on foot and find help, and, and there's arguments either way, we're not going to get into that today. But if you decide to do that, having a piece of paper that you can write a note, maybe, you know, my name is this and my phone number is this. You can text me here. I'm stranded. You know, send help. I've, I've gone west or whatever. Right. You could leave that note if someone came up on your car. So a number of reasons why you would want that. Also, a multipurpose tool that has just a, a number of essentials. The, some of them has screwdriver, a knife. Some has a little uh, like a mini saw blade, all kinds of all kinds of gadgets that you can pull out of that multipurpose tool. Make sure you have one of those. You just never know if you'll need something in, in a pinch that was come in handy. Also, just something as far as seasonal, a poncho, ice scraper, maybe even a towel. You just never know. Maybe you're out somewhere and you get sopping wet and you just need to dry off or, you know, something like that. Like I said, maybe it's winter and you need to scrape your windows. Sometimes, sometimes people will get de-icer. They'll have that stored in their car as well. Also, I think this is number 10, road flares and glow sticks. The reason you want one of each is if you're out just on a regular road and your car becomes disabled, you can throw the flare out there and it'll be fine. You don't want to put a flare down in the middle of the woods, okay? Because that could start a fire. So that's where glow sticks, I think they even have reusable 
LED flares, I believe is what they call them. You can actually get some of those. Those would be good out in the woods. Again, make sure depending on the circumstance, if it's in the woods, don't use a flare. If you're just out on the road, yeah, it would be fine. You could reuse the flare there. I would bring an extra phone charger. Just drop that into the bag. It's always good to have an extra phone charger. And self-defense items, just whatever you feel comfortable with, whether that's a pepper spray, whether that's just a good solid stick or a bat, right? I don't know, brass knuckles, nunchucks. I mean, I don't know. Whatever you feel comfortable with, you know, and if the at the appropriate age and within the laws of your state and your region, a gun, a firearm, I know there's a, a lot of division about that but that's again that's not for me to say you might be of age and you want to carry a firearm and it's legal okay as long as you're using it for self-defense purposes only i get it i understand that if you don't feel comfortable with that a bat like i said pepper spray something that you can defend yourself with also i would say like a knife like even a hunting knife that would come in handy not only in self-defense but if you were needing to survive out in the woods for a while a knife could come in handy and then lastly you take all that stuff and you want to put it in a nice canvas bag and there you have it now listen I know that after all this, you could easily say, well, Uncle Tim, you know, duh, I can go out on Amazon and buy all this for 30 bucks. Cool. <laughs> I have no problem with that. Some of you preppers out there, you sort of like pulling this stuff together on your own and creating your own bag. That's fine, too. The point is, my purpose is serve if you guys implement this. The whole goal is to go out there and do it. And I know this sounds like a whole lot of stuff. You're like, God, I don't even have any room. I got a small car. Okay, well, you you make a decision, right? You don't do it and you find out later you may need it or you do it and you got to just find some space in your automobile, your vehicle to carry it. I get it. I understand that. But I think it's a small price to pay when you're trying to be ready at a beck and call in case something unfortunately terrible could happen and you want to be as prepared as possible. And let me finally leave you with this. If you're a young man and you have got your emergency car kit ready to go and you're either being raised by a single mom or maybe you have a girlfriend that is driving and has a car, if they don't have one of these, I, as a Thrivehood kind of guy, would make sure I'm pulling something together for them because that means you are looking out for them. You are showing them security and a way that you are taking care of them and providing. I think that would really go a long way. They might even razz you a little bit and make fun of you. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's a good thing to do and it shows that you care about those that you truly love and are caring for and care about. And there you go. And until next time, stay strong. This podcast is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed by guests are not necessarily those of the host. Please seek the advice of a trusted adult or qualified professional on matters specific to your needs. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. 
That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.